Our communion meditation is from 1 Samuel. I'll read quite a large portion of text. 1 Samuel, starting at verse 32, and I'll read 20 verses. This is in the context of David and Goliath. Then David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him, Goliath. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, You are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. But David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep his father's sheep, and when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. So Saul clothed David with his armor, and he put a bronze helmet on his head. He also clothed him with a coat of mail. David fastened his sword to his armor and tried to walk, for he had not tested them. And David said to Saul, I cannot walk with these, for I have not tested them. So David took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand, and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag in a pouch which he had. And his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. So the Philistine came and began drawing near to David, and the man who bore the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was only a youth, ruddy and good-looking. So the Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and to the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day... The Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, that David hurried and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Then David put his hand in his bag and took out a stone, and he slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead, so that the stone sank into his forehead, and he fell on his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him, but there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood over the Philistine, took his sword and drew it out of its sheath and killed him, and cut off his head with it. And when the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this uh, story from history, and we pray, uh, awaken our minds. Uh, give us what it is that you gave David that day, uh, a confidence and a resolve to serve you faithfully. We thank you now for this time and for uh, this your word in Christ's name. Amen. 
I want to speak about three aspects of this. It was a lot of text, but I'll be brief. This is a communion meditation after all. So first, I want to say that David demonstrated confidence in this encounter with Goliath. He was young. He was very young, a teenager. And yet, in verse 36, we read, he's defending his right to do this before Saul. Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. David had no doubt that he would emerge victorious because of what this Philistine was doing. It didn't matter to David that the entire army of Israel was there, cowed into silence. He was there for God, and he just knew that this was God's battle, and he would emerge victorious. Now, so David demonstrated confidence in God, and yet throughout what I've read, he also demonstrated confidence in himself. And so we um, are loath to say things like this in the church, and yet this is what God gave him. God gave David confidence, and so we can't uh, refrain from sharing that. He, he did not boast to Saul. He defended his right to go out there and fight for Israel by saying, I have done this. I have done thus and such. And then Saul said, go. I mean, he convinced Saul that he could go out and face this Philistine. So David demonstrated confidence. David demonstrated resolve. He demonstrated resolve in response to unbelief on the part of Saul. Listen to what Saul said in verse 33. Saul said to David, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. I mean, talk about a pep talk. This is his king who he's volunteered now to go out and face this guy who's been coming out daily and taunting the Israelites. And he just tells him, no, you can't go out there. You're going to lose. And yet that did not deter David. David knew what he was called by God to do. David demonstrated his resolve in response to ridicule, the ridicule of Eliab, his older brother. Earlier in a portion I didn't read, you know that he shows up, he's asking everybody what's going on. Eliab hears about this, his oldest brother, and he confronts him. Why did you come down here? I know your pride and insolence. Who did you leave those few sheep with? And David's just like, whoa, man, and he just leaves. He, he doesn't even fight with Eliab. He just leaves because his fight is not with Eliab, it's with Goliath, the Philistine, and he knows it. David demonstrated resolve in response to the taunting of Goliath. Goliath disdained him, for he was only a youth, and so he took for granted that he would defeat him. He defeated much, much bigger opponents in the past, and so his pride preceded his fall. David demonstrated courage, and here I want to mention four points. First, he demonstrated courage in removing the armor that Saul put on him. This is what Saul had confidence in. Saul didn't have confidence that David would go out there and beat this Philistine, but he wanted to give him the best shot of doing this, and so he clothed him in his armor. And the first thing David said is, these are not tested. I cannot wear these. Poof, took them all off. Didn't want any of it. He demonstrated courage in taking up the sling and stones, what he was comfortable with, what everybody and Goliath mocked him for doing. Yet he knew his strengths. He knew that God was with him. 
He demonstrated courage in running to Goliath. This is my favorite part of this story. David hurried and ran toward the army. As soon as Goliath came out and the battle was going to commence, David ran towards him. He was excited about this fight. He did not lack in courage at all. And David demonstrated courage in capitalizing on the victory. Not all winners do. Look at Elijah when he defeated all those Baal prophets. He gets a letter, a note from Jezebel saying, I'm going to kill you. And he runs and he doesn't stop running until he nearly kills himself. But David knocked Goliath down, ran up to him, stood on his body, withdrew the sword from his scabbard, and hacked off his head. I mean, that takes a lot of resolve, a lot of courage. And he did it. He did not lack for courage. So, he demonstrated confidence, resolve, and courage. And so, how does that relate to the Lord's table? How does that relate to you? What difference does it make that David did all these things 3,000 years ago today? First, our confidence must be in God. Only if our confidence is in God will God in turn give us confidence to go into the battles that he's calling us to fight. If you're not walking with God, you're not going to win. And I believe that's why many of us lack confidence, resolve, and courage, because we know we're not walking with God as we need to in order to be victorious in the battle. We must be resolved to fight evil. David was resolved to fight evil, to stand for God in the gap when he saw the entire army cowed in fear before the Philistines. And so we must be bold. We must be resolved to stand in the gap. When we see all of the church weakening, all of the church bowing the knee to Baal, we ought not. We must not. We must fight against evil. And it begins inside of you. It begins in the day-to-day, -day mundane aspects of work and putting sin to death. Sure, we're willing to go die for God, but I really don't want to get out of bed and pray. I really don't want to join the prayer meeting at 7 o'clock tonight. That's just too far. I'd gladly die, God. You know that. But prayer meetings, nah, that's too much. What do we learn from David's example? Our confidence must be placed in God. We must be resolved to fight evil. And we must act decisively and courageously. Wars, battles are not won by wallflowers. They're not won by people standing around leaning on their swords. Courage is rooted in our walk with God. And we will lack the courage to fight if we don't walk with God. We have to embrace the battle. That was the title of the last message back in February on this spiritual war that we're all involved in. And we must expect to win. David fully expected to win, and this was not false hope. This was not hubris on his part. Because he walked with God so much, it was God impelling him to do what it is that he was doing. We must so walk with God that we know, we know that when we step into a battle, God is with us. We know that he wants us to fight this battle. So today is a new day. It is the start of a new week. And go out, go out. Follow the example of David. Be confident in your service towards God. Resolve to serve God faithfully. And don't back down. Be courageous in all that you do. And so as you come to the table, confess your weaknesses and yet pray to God for strength. Let's pray. 
Father God, we thank you for your presence with us. We ask you to be with us in our hearts and minds, in our walks. You know, Lord, you know how much we need you. you. You know exactly where we're each week and where we are fearful. And so we pray, Father, uh, grant us your strength. Grant us the power of your Holy Spirit at work in us. We thank you now for this opportunity we have to serve you and pray that you would go before us and fight our battles. In Jesus' name, name we pray. Amen.